Before a farmer plants seed to grow a crop, he makes sure the ground is in the right condition to receive that seed. In the same way, before we receive the seed, which is the Word of God, we need to make sure our heart is in the right condition. Let's talk about it today in the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. I want to talk about growing today. Let me share with you 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. He says, We are bound to always give thanks to God for you, brothers, even as it is appropriate, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of each and every one of you towards one another abounds. Amen. The, Paul was writing to the church in Thessalonica saying, Your faith is growing exceedingly. He was just talking to normal believers, if there's such a thing as normal believers. Their faith was growing exceedingly, and if their faith can grow exceedingly, your faith and my faith can grow exceedingly. And our love for one another can abound more and more. You know, it's just not uh, people who are called to be pastors or preachers or evangelists or, or whatever their gift may be. They can have great faith. You can have great faith. We can have great faith and our faith can grow. And no matter how much faith that we feel like we have now, there's always more room to grow. And that's what's exciting about this Christian life. There's always more of God for us to experience, always more of his word for us to understand, always room for growth. But I believe that our faith can grow exceedingly. And I believe because you're listening to a podcast such as this, then you want to grow. But let's remember the Bible says Romans 10, 17, in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And as I mentioned before, the Bible refers to the word of God as a seed. And our hearts is the soil, it's the ground. So today I want to focus on preparing our hearts, preparing that soul for the seed of the word. And then later we're going to talk more about the seed, and then later we're going to talk more about the harvest. But today I want to focus on the soul, which is our heart. And to understand spiritual things, Jesus gave us parables. He, he spoke in natural terms to help us understand things of the Spirit. And one of the things that he referred to our heart as is the soul or the ground. And we see that in the parable of the sower. But also let me share with you 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 from the Amplified Bible. It says, for we are God's fellow workers, his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard. Amen. And as I mentioned before, in the parable of the seed and the sower, I'm sure you're familiar with that. Jesus explains that the seed is the word of God. And depending on what type of ground it fell on, the ground that the seed either took root and produced or it started to, but because the ground or, or because the condition of the ground, it wasn't able to. So the condition of the ground, the condition of our hearts is vital and we need to pay attention to it because if we want the word to grow within us, if we want our faith to grow, if we want to grow in the things of God, then we need to receive the word. And in order to do that, our heart has to be ready for it. Let me share a scripture with you. Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. It says, my son, attend to my words. And that's just like you're attending to the crops. You're making sure they have the water. You're making sure you're pulling the weeds out. That's what it means. Attend to my words. Take care of them. Take care of their environment. 
turn your ear to my sayings. Sometimes we listen to things that are contradicting to what God says. We don't do that. No, don't do it. Let them not depart from your eyes. Don't let the word of God depart from your eyes. Keep, and it says, keep them in the center of your heart. What's that talking about? They got to be dear to you. They got to be important to you. You know, when something's important to you, you're thinking about it all the time. If you make a mistake at work right before you go home for that day, what are you thinking about the rest of that day? You're thinking about that mistake because work's important to you. The things that are important to us, they will stay on our mind. They will stay in the center of our heart. We need to make the word of God important to us. And we can do that by realizing how much we need the word. Jesus says, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Let me keep going. It says, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole body. If you believe something was life to you and health to your body, you would keep it on your mind. You would keep it in your heart. You would be thinking about it. And then in Proverbs 4.23, it says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it is the wellsprings of life. Or another translation you might be familiar with says, for out of it flows all the issues of life. See, we're talking about the word of God, but we're also talking about the condition of our heart. The condition of our heart, because that's what we believe with. That's what we receive the word of God with. We receive it with our heart. We hear it with our ears or we see it with our eyes, but its location is in our heart. That's where we keep it. Let me share this with you. Matthew chapter five, verse eight. It says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Now it's talking about experiencing God experiencing his will, his goodness, his presence in your life. But who gets that? It says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What does it mean to be pure in heart? Well, what does it mean, uh, for example, to for gold to be pure? It means there's no other contaminants in it. And that's what it's talking about. Is the condition of a heart such that God has our full heart, our full attention? Or do we have other things? Are we cherishing other things that are not pleasing to God? A pure heart is a single focus, single motivation. It doesn't have wrong motivations. It has only what God wants for you. Let me share with you the scripture in Matthew chapter 22, verses 36 through 38. And it says, teacher, they were asking Jesus a question, which is the great commandment in the law? And he, Jesus, said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. Amen. Does that mean you can't love anything else? No, that's not what it means. But it means you don't love anything more than God. You don't love anything or desire anything more than that relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's listen to what the scripture says about Hezekiah. Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 20 through 21. And it reads, thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord. Hezekiah was a king. And every work that he undertook in the service of the house of God and in accordance with the law and commandments, seeking God, he did with all his heart, and he prospered. See, that's a pure heart. Was he taking care of business, about the business of being king? Yes. Do we need to go to work? Do we need to do things at work? Do we need to do things in the natural? Yes. But in doing so, we're seeking God and we're doing it unto him with all our hearts. Amen. 
We're talking about a pure heart because we're talking about experiencing God. And the condition is to have a pure heart. The condition of our heart is revealed by our motives. Let me share with you chapter uh, James chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. It says, you lust and you don't have. You murder and covet and you can't obtain. You fight and you make war and you don't have because you don't ask. And you ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you can spend it on your own pleasures. See, when our heart is about ourselves, that's not a pure heart. It's not a heart about God. And not having a pure heart will hinder you experiencing God. It will hinder your prayers being answered because we're asking for the wrong reasons. But if a person will read the word, believe it and yield to it. Okay, yield to the word. Believe it and yield to it. Let the word change you. Then God will make you a person with a pure heart. Listen to this verse from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 from the NIV. The, the goal of the command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. This is what the word of God will do in you. It will cause you to have a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith if we will get into the word to see what it says, receive it, hold on to it, cherish it, it will change us. And it will be God doing the work in us. Amen. So let's desire to be people of not just great faith, but of exceedingly growing faith. And, and it will change how we walk. It will change how we live because we live by faith. We walk by faith. So let's get excited about what God is doing in our lives and let's open up our hearts and inviting him in to change it, to purify our hearts. Let me share this with you. Psalms 51 verse 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. See, all, all we need to do is ask God, say, God, your will for me is to have a pure heart. Let me get into your word. Show me your word. Give me understanding of your word and allow your word to change me, Father. I yield to your truth. I yield to your truth of your word. Thank you, Lord, for doing this work in me. See, we're believing God for everything. You know, we're believing God to do a work through us, a work in us, to create within us the heart he wants to have, to do through us the things he wants to accomplish through our lives, to bless others. We're trusting God for everything. But I want you to get excited about growing in faith because God will help us if we'll look to him and trust him. Again, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. Until next time, may God's riches and best be yours.